Today on this podcast, we're going to be discussing another very bad idea. Today we're getting into a little of military history. As you can expect when making military decisions, sometimes wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. I'm waiting a minute. Wait a minute. Want to start over? We should probably introduce the podcast. Oh yeah, we kind of forgetting about that. Alrighty. Do you want to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the No Good Ideas podcast, where we talk about the worst ideas throughout history, from PR disasters to leadership blunders, anything that a human has come up with and proceeded to screw up, we talk about it. Uh, I'm Hank Farr, and today... And I'm Bradley Miller. And we're being joined by a guest that just tried to talk over his overlords. Uh, (laughs) Guest, you now have permission to introduce yourself. Uh, Yes, sir. Uh, My name's Nate. I'm, I'm here. And every sentence with sir, please. Uh, sir. Yeah. That, okay, have some freaking respect. You're from the South. Don't you have that? <laughs> <laughs> you have polite. Uh, what is it? Southern Politeness? hospitality. Southern, Southern hospitality. <laughs> like, what is that? They're baked for right themselves? into you. Politeness. No. I mean, yeah. That, the North baked that right out of me. <laughs> sir. So today, speaking of going South, we're going way down South. We're actually going down under the South. Uh, we can actually shorten that to down under to experience a little military history. So as you can expect, when making decisions uh, with military things, people are going to make some bad decisions. You're handling guns and lives of 18 year olds. So, of course, bad things are going to happen. Well, today's war isn't actually about a war against people. And I'm pretty sure that the people are a little older than 18 years old in this, I think maybe because this war is the emu war. So Ooh. after World like war one, the emu war, uh, war, correct. It actually made everybody say, <laughs> Ooh, until it happened. And people don't say, Ooh, no more because boy, did they screw people this don't up. say, Ooh, no more is my favorite goat. Yes. <laughs> <song. laughs> <laughs> So, sorry. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so the emu war, I mean, it wasn't really a war. There, there was no formal declaration of war, but it got called that after how big of a goof up it was, because it's funny to call it that. So uh, post-World War One and during the Great Depression, um, as we all know, there was a, like there was a lot of economic downturn. So when you have de- economic downturn, you don't need additional problems with your crops, right? That are making it harder for people to eat and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, Australia began to run into a problem in uh, 1932. It, well, they didn't begin to in 1932. Um, it got it started to get really bad then, where uh, 20,000 emus had just migrated uh, after their breeding season to the coast from the inland regions. And um, they found that farmlands were a really good habitat for them. So they began shredding the farmlands and shredding the fences, which allowed their um, wartime allies, the rabbits, to get into those farmlands and help them shred the farmlands. So it was an ongoing siege by an um, alliance of animals that were destroying the Australians' crops. So what do you do to... So basically, these emus just... Wait, so was this like a new thing that these emus just kind of came into these farmlands? I'm kind of confused here. I guess. 
I mean, I, I can't find anything about it happening yeah. before, so I'm just going to guess that it is Because yeah, I don't new. think emus are an invasive species. That said, Australia is 90% invasive species, so I'm not actually totally sure about that. <laughs> I'm terrified of going to Australia. I'm just saying that right Everything. I, I know the people there are so nice because Australians are known for being really, like, hospitable that's not <laughs> hostile is the bad one hospitable is good um and, but they're known for being really kind yeah but every like animal and plant and everything in between in australia is, can kill you in under two minutes exactly like, i'm not trusting that exactly you know? and compare that to new zealand which is right across the way they don't have any like predators or predator uh any killy animals they have cannibals don't they <laughs> Yeah, well, they have cannibals. They, they just got. Where's Easter Island? That is not. I, I, in I New do Zealand. not know. That is in the Galapagos, I think. Oh, now okay, I'm scared that I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to sound, sound like an idiot. idiot. <laughs> All right, Google uh, Easter Island. Easter Island. It's not in the Galapagos either. It's it's an island of special territory of Chile in the sub- southeastern Pacific Ocean. So it's it's in South America. I guess both of us were wrong, and I had no Watch right it not to even act have like cannibals on so it. Stupid, and I'm just wrong. Um, <laughs> it's just yeah. Easter bunnies. It's Easter Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they eat each other. So anyway, um, cannibal Easter bunnies. <laughs> that sounds adorable. So yeah, so everything in Australia uh, wants to kill you. And they also are capable of beating human beings in wartime efforts, as you will soon learn. So there's 20,000 emus that have invaded uh, Australian croplands. I guess this is a new thing. This I think that's a really good point, Bradley. I don't really know if like why this was a new thing. Um, but so they people start freaking out. They're like, hey, our crops are getting destroyed. So they call in the military, which has a lot of discharged veterans from World War One, um, handy now that the war is over. It's Christmas. War is over. Exactly. And so they bring in um, Major GPW Meredith of the 7th Heavy Battery of the Royal Australian Artillery. So this is, this is a military effort. And um, they get two Lewis guns, which I guess I should probably find out. Lewis guns. Okay, they're machine guns. So these things, they're bringing in the big guns here. Uh, and 10, literally 000, bringing in the big guns. Yes. 10,000 rounds of ammunition. Um, the operation was delayed because it started raining. And then the rain stopped a little bit later. So they brought in the troops to try to rally and destroy the emus. So now if you start looking in the Wikipedia, which I'm using as my source, you see that there's a lot of discussion of ambush tactics. So they were literally trying to surround and ambush these emus. Um, But as here's the thing was that did the emus have guns? (laughs) They had something better Um, as as Major Meredith described uh, (laughs) this. This is his quote. If we had a military division with the bullet carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world. They can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. They're like Zulus, <laughs> which are an ethnic group in Southern Africa. Uh, they're like Zulus whom even dum-dum bullets could not stop. What are dum-dum bullets? Uh, expanding oh, the bullets. Australians got weird names yeah. for everything. <laughs> oh, oh, to quickly clarify something, I found it. Emus are native to Australia. Okay, that's good. Okay, so, so they're not an invasive species. Yeah, they're not an invading force, but I'm calling them an invading force because I want this to sound more military-like because acting like it's a real war is funny. But yeah, so they were trying to surround and kill these birds, and um, it says here that they 
used 2,500 rounds of ammunition from these machine guns and managed, some accounts said they only killed 50 birds. The high end of accounts said they managed to kill 500, but using 2,500 rounds, that's still pretty high. Yeah. So they, and one low end account says 12 birds. (laughs) (laughs) And they were being invaded by 20,000. So this is not a strong military operation. So this first ambush did not work. So, uh, after withdrawing and receiving a bunch of negative coverage from news media um, that was telling the the public that only a few emus died, um, they kind of gave up on that first attempt. But uh, the attacks on crops continued, so they tried it again. And um, apparently... They just did the exact same thing again? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, about, like, it looks like a week later. And apparently... Man, these emus, you can't kill them. You can't shoot them if, if we tried. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> about yeah. the first attempt, there's a quote here. Um, so uh, so I'll, I'll let everyone know. My source is polandball.fandom.com, so take this. Oh, the, Lord. Which is You're choosing a fandom just, website? Just say this is a block of salt, but there are you good use, quotes on here. Not only a fandom, but polandball, which that's that's a meme format, right? With the, the It is circles. a meme format. It is, but this seems pretty... <laughs> This is, this is at least entertaining. I'll just, I'll just okay, add the entertainment. Okay. So um, there's a quote here. On the fourth day, an observer of the army realized that the emus were getting organized in groups of five birds with a commander. One of the emus, the emus the group, were unionizing? They were unionizing. One of the emus in the group gets up and watches the action while the rest of the emus conduct their aggressive war tactics against the Australian dum-dum bullets. <laughs> what are dum-dum bullets? So I don't know. They're exploding rounds. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Why they name them that? So it's done done with N's, not M's. Wait, what? Oh. Uh-uh. I thought it was dumb dumb bullets. Uh, Wikipedia this, this says wiki- dumb dumb, not done done. I have a more accurate source. <laughs> yeah, pull ball, pull ball. That's a more accurate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no lie. These bullets kind of go dumb dumb, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> these bullets dummy dumb. Oh, these man. Dummy kill. <laughs> but so, yeah. So they... They managed to be a little bit more successful with this uh, second military attack, killing approximately 40 emus. Um, but <laughs> they, so apparently the um, over the next uh, few weeks, they were killing approximately 100 per week. And um, on 10 December 1932, the military was recalled and they claimed 986 kills using 9,860 rounds. That's the exact numbers. So they said that they used exactly 10 rounds per emu, which 10 explosive rounds. I mean, that's 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 a lot. These things can take a lot of hits or were very good at dodging and uh, and running. Bullets. So they dodged um, bullets. Yeah, literally <laughs> somehow. I don't know. Uh, and this, the uh, the major also claimed that twenty five hundred uh, birds had been wounded in uh, severely enough that they had died. So they considered it to be a success after the second attempt, at least um, off the bat in the military. So. Uh, even though they had found themselves to be successful, um, eventually words started to get around the world um, in December as the effort was ending about the uh, the emu war. Uh, environmentalists took great issue with this. Um, 
and yeah no kidding (laughs) yeah we were declaring war on uh birds and then just going out with machine guns like this wasn't like a typical (laughs) archery order to uh lower the population of deer in the forests of virginia this was going out with explosive (laughs) round machine guns and trying to mow down uh the local wildlife Uh, what if someone in australia like was just against the idea of emus, not because they're like taking over farmland, but just like finally someone was like, oh, we're going to war on emus. Finally. <laughs> like, a personal vendetta. Exactly. <laughs> something like that. Nothing to do with like them ruining the agriculture or, or anything. It's just like, God, ah, they look so weird. I'm ready to just mow down on them. You know, it's just, it was just some dude with a particularly short neck. That's just standing in his window drinking his coffee with his short neck just looking at that emu just like <laughs> he's envious of their neck me <laughs> i wish i was you so bad <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna kill you and i'm gonna take your body <laughs> i'm so gonna the quick take side note about neck. <laughs> yeah quick side note about these emus i can't find anything like with like any like number on like iq of emus but the thing that I found repeated a couple <laughs> it's times very, now. It's, it's, scientists have discovered it's very hard to get them to take IQ tests. Yeah, I, I, I try why. to teach them algebra and they won't take my advice. I'm just like, hey, you got to solve for X here. And they're like, meh, meh. I don't know how emus sound. <laughs> um, the, the only thing, the only metric that I found so far that seems to be repeated is emus are not as smart as crows, but they are brighter than turkeys. So take that as you will. So not so crows are smarter. Crows are very smart. Oh yeah, and they're not as smart. Wait, smarter than crows? No, no, no. dumber than crows, smarter than turkeys. So in between a crow and a turkey, yeah. somewhere yeah. in between, there. somewhere in between. And that's how I'd usually describe an emu in the first place. So that sounds about right. <laughs> somewhere well, in that meter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the spectrum, birds they're in between um, turkey and crow. So that sounds slider. about right. That's kind of like mm-hmm. there. There was one time where we were on um, we were on Discord with uh, some of my friends from college in Indiana and some of my friends from Washington State who had never seen those people before, and we and the people from Washington attempted to figure out what my friends from indiana looked like by using a slider of attributes so they just drew one person and at like one of my friends an artist just drew one person on one end of the meter just like a random design and then another person on the other end and he just said okay i think it's 75 percent that way and then he would draw a new person on the other side based on that new average and they averaged it down until they had drawn what the person from indiana looked like based on sliders Really? Like, it, did they? It wasn't super accurate. It was a cartoony representation. Um, but they got it as close. It wasn't as like possible. a police sketch artist or anything <laughs> like that. That would be really funny. Police sketch artist just using a human meter. Just like, okay, which one does it look more like? Fifty-seven percent. Okay, I'm gonna draw one that looks fifty-seven percent. All right, which one does it look more like? <laughs> just that. It, it worked. It really worked, actually. So, like, that's crazy. Maybe so if I just keep comparing birds, I can get a more accurate <laughs> representation of an emu's intelligence. Is what you're exactly. telling me. Okay. Exactly. Oh, I was thinking Idiot. about what they look like, but I guess that works too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we know How are you supposed to know what birds look like? <laughs> I don't know. So there's a bee. People keep telling me about 
chickens i don't you can't describe what a chicken looks like you can't you can't where even are they (laughs) describe what a chicken looks like without describing a bird first (laughs) (laughs) it's a bird dang it (laughs) it's impossible i'm telling you yeah yeah so we now know what it is uh what it is like to fight emus um apparently they're a ruthless enemy who will uh, bring in all potential military allies, including cute little bunnies. Um, And they will destroy your food sources and starve you out. Uh, They are impervious to machine gun fire and explosive rounds. So how, what I want to know from you guys is as a military leader, how would you deal with emus? Before we move forward, Hank, uh, Bradley, um, I think it's about that time. Oh yeah. I need to, uh, if you guys don't mind, I need to throw it to a quick ad break. I'll be right back, but is okay if I just do that real quick? Yeah, yeah, just launch yourself over there real quick. Okay, I'm not going to, dang it, I maybe, <laughs> nah, I, I'm going to toss to a quick ad break. Uh, you'll hear from our sponsors, and I'm just going to come right back. Okay, sounds good. No Good Ideas, we'll be right back. He actually left. Hey, I'm back. Uh, That was a cool ad break. Anyway, welcome back. I hope you've purchased our sponsored products. Um, (laughs) uh, So you guys, we've learned about how emus are ruthless uh, military adversaries. They will bring in uh, all allies they can find, including cute little bun buns. They will destroy your crops and starve you out, uh, siege you, uh, if you will, so that you, you cannot eat. You must fight them, yet they are impervious to machine gun fire and explosive rounds. So I want to know, how would you guys put in the place of a military leader, uh, defeat an army of 20,000 emus that was ravaging your local crops? I have an idea. What's that? I see what their problem was. The problem was that the war was humans against emus. If you want to defeat emus... We have to find some emus and ally with them. So bring in more emus, have that, have them represent the humans and have them fight the invading emus. So it'd be emu on emu action fighting each other. I'm trying to use like my experience as an American to teach these Australians how to do warfare. But from what I'm reading about the emus military tactics, I don't know if, if I have the experience just as a human being to, uh, Take on 20,000 emus. Well, I think the first thing they should have done is bring more than half the ammunition than the population of the emus. They brought 10,000 rounds for 20,000 emus. That's a good point. That's a a good point. That's a good point. Because they're just going to reproduce and make more bird baby egg and make more big bird baby that eat more of the crop. Yeah. But here's here's what I'm saying, right? (laughs) They should have brought in air power, baby. Those weak fucks are flightless. I'm almost 100% certain. I could be wrong. They're definitely flightless, right? I thought you were talking about Australians for a second, like they didn't have planes. (laughs) I don't know if actually they have an Air Force. Um, Yes, they're... Yeah, okay, they're flightless. I just want to make sure... Whenever I say a fact on this podcast, I'm I'm really scared that I'm wrong. 
because if you say like something like really confidently and you're actually wrong about it, that you just seem like more of an idiot to everybody rather than just the two people you're discussing it with. So emus are in flags flightless. So yeah, those weak fucks are flightless. Uh, Australians, maybe they are flightless, but so what they should have brought in is <laughs> air power. You take some good old American aeronautical engineering and just what are they going to do? Run from it? What are they going to do? Fly from it? No, they're toast. They should have brought in the Air Force. That's how I would have yeah. done it. That actually could have fixed it. Yeah. Thinking that, um, you know, I think so. just crashing straight into maybe not crashing, but <laughs> dropping. Uh, Since we're talking about killing animals, um, just a, just a quick fuck you to PETA. That's all I have to say. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't like PETA either. Yeah. They're, they're gross. Yeah. That's, that's all I wanted to say. It just, it just reminded me that I, that I despise PETA. I have nothing against people who want to defend for the rights of animals. I think that's great. But PETA sucks. Yeah. 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 They they don't know what they're doing. They just do it all for shock value. Um, I just just like eating them with my falafels. Okay. I love meat, too. We're humans. We're supposed to eat meat. PETA's with my falafels. But that's not even against. I'm not even against vegetarians. You know what I mean? I I just hate PETA. Yeah, but I like your bread. What do you have against vegetarians, Hank? <sighs> Won't <laughs> shut up about it. <laughs> Eat a steak, loser. Tastes like. Are yummy. you seriously going to start beef with vegetarians? You know they're going <laughs> to hate that for you, just because they don't like beef in general. But um, I, mean, I think that I've already burned that bridge by saying that we should literally, you know, take like a good old American F four F six F Hellcat and just like take those uh, three wing mounted fifty cal's, so it's a six total, and just just you see a flock of emus. Yeah. Oh, emus! I was so worried there for a second. I was so worried. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Um, just, just take a good old World War II plane plus a crowd of twenty thousand vegetarians, and ah <laughs> uh, man. Um, so nice. quick, small, small epilogue to the Emu War. Um, in the November, in November of 1950, the government of Australia made an act giving farmers about 500,000 rounds of ammunition of uh, 303 bullets. So non-explosive ammunition, um, but they armed the farmers, which I feel like is a much more effective use yeah. for control, population control, than sending your military to lose against a bunch of birds. <laughs> wow. Probably saves yeah. a lot of face for your, you know, military as well. Yeah. So all we got to hope is that um, because, I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard of like, you know, super bugs where they evolve to uh, resist, you know, uh, antibodies and vaccines Mm -hmm. and medicines and stuff. We just got to make sure that we don't evolve super emus that are impervious to bullets because that sounds super emu. That super emus isn't even a cool superhero either. That's true. That's just an emu that can't be shot, which, I mean, what's it? It's not even as smart it's as an a emu. What's it going to do? It, yeah. You, you can't even write you can an Edgar Poe thing about. Wait, that's it's definitely a DC superhero. It's a raven. <laughs> that's definitely that's a DC, DC superhero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know, it would be in the Justice League movie. You know, <laughs> it would be in the Justice League. Yeah. That's going to be in the Snyder Cut, actually. That That's rumored that they've actually. <laughs> Man, they, that's going to be it. Uh, yeah. They've cast uh, Seth Rogen, I think as super emu um that man you make that up but i'd I'd, I'd actually go watch that i'd actually be significantly more likely to watch the justice league movie um now 
if if they added Seth Rogen, Rogen is <laughs> Seth Rogen is super emo. Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen as uh super e- emo. You switched the O and the U. Anyway. Um, hey, did you have a stroke in the last 10 minutes? <laughs> That's a good way to end a podcast right there. Great, boys. You got to reel them in in the last five minutes. <laughs> Seth Rugen. <laughs> Anywho. Man, you know, coming in not knowing much about the emu war, I definitely learned a lot today. Yeah. I, I think this is bananas. I had no idea that the emo war was on that scale. Yeah, it, it was it was a full on conflict. Um, nobody brought in France as an ally, which makes it inherently less exciting than the um, than any other war where they brought in France. But um, you know what? I wasn't ready to back that one up either. So I'm going to abandon that one <laughs> before it goes any further. <laughs> Ah oh, man, this is going to be a podcast of abandoning jokes. This is great. This is great. I love it. Thinking I've got a good idea and then having to back it up and then um, it not working. So sweet. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug my new game, Little Brothers Turn, which is now available on iOS, Android, PC, uh, and PC on Steam and Itch.io. Uh, Bradley and Nate, what would, would you guys like to plug anything? Nate, you go first. Really, really okay. <laughs> go Our watch youtube.com slash really, really okay. Yeah. Hasn't had a video uploaded. Creative in like director three years. Nate Weeks over here <laughs> <laughs> with his two deleted videos. So, yeah. <laughs> We've got a new update video coming out. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to you mention, Nate Weeks? Anything? No, no. I'm just, I'm just here for the ride. Oh, that's great. Uh, you can follow me at Bradley with an E on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me at youtube.com slash Bradley with an E. You can go there or you can go to my website. Brad.rocks has everything I've ever done on there. And, you know, you can check me out. Uh, I'm kind of I'm trying to be everywhere. Follow me on Byte, Letterboxd, Letterboxd at Bradley with an E. That's a big one. Uh, you know, just trying to be actively on the Internet. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, go Eat some vegetables. Oh, so now you're pro-vegetarian. <laughs> now you're pro-vegetarian. Okay, we're switching it up I'm on you, Hank. We're switching it up. <laughs>